Hey there, and welcome to the Love, Laugh, Let It Go podcast. I'm Lindsay, and if you're anything like me, you've let perfectionism, timelines, and the opinions of others control your life and hold you back. Yikes. Girl, it's time to change that, and I'm so glad you're here. On this podcast, we're all about loving ourselves, laughing as we figure life out, and letting things go that stand in the way of living the lives we've dreamed of. So let's freaking go as we love, laugh, and let it go together. Hey, 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 and welcome back for another episode of the Love, Laugh, Let It Go podcast. As always, I'm your host, Lindsay, and I am so excited you're here today. But I'm going to be really honest with you. This episode is going to be pretty vulnerable because this week has kind of been crap. But like, there's no other way to put it. This past week has kind of been crap. There's been a lot of highlights. Don't get me wrong. There's been a lot of ups. But the lows this week, they've been real low. So (laughs) we're going to talk about it because, you know, part of what I want this podcast to be is to be an open dialogue and to make people, you feel less alone when life is, you know, less than grand, even if life is less than grand for no real reason. Uh, But it's okay to feel bad for yourself sometimes. And it is okay to, you know, take a step back. And that's what we're going to talk about. And because of that, the recap is all this episode. And like last week's episode, it's going to be a little all over the place because there are two things that I really want to talk about. And yes, I could save one for next week, but I really want to talk about it this week because it's top of mind, it's relevant, and, you know, I think the two kind of tie together. Um, So we're just going to go with it. But anyway, I signed up to do another race. And this time it was only a 5k. So in my mind, not a big deal, going to be a blast, right? But the difference with this 5k as opposed to any other race I've ever done before is that this race was on the beach in the sand. And I have never run in the sand aside from like, you know, trying to like catch my dog or playing in the sand as a child or running from the cops. Uh, That was a middle school story and involved fireworks and I was not in trouble. None of us actually got in trouble. But anyway, story for, well, probably never because it isn't really that great of a story if we're being completely honest. But um, other than that, I've never run on the beach. And so I was like, all right, this is going to be fine. Like running in sand kind of I anticipated to be difficult. But I did not anticipate for it to be this difficult. So how many times in life have you done something or set out to do something that was familiar but different, right? Like there was something about it that made it a little bit different than something you've done in the past. In my case, sand. I honestly blew the sand off as no big deal because I just did a 10K and then I did a half marathon the next day with virtually no training. So in my mind, what the heck was 3.1 miles on the beach? It was gonna be easy. I could not have been more wrong. I had too much confidence in myself going into this race. And, you know, sometimes having too much confidence is a good thing, but 
when life throws some things at you that you're not quite prepared for and you don't have any control over, it makes for a really interesting time. So here's what happened. I showed up. I realized I didn't take any allergy medication. And in case you didn't know, there is a lot of pollen in Florida right now. So that was not a good move on my part. Now, it especially wasn't a good move on my part because I have exercise-induced asthma, which means before I do really any type of race or any type of physical activity, uh, I take an inhaler. So I did have the inhaler, took the inhaler, but I didn't have this allergy medication. And whether it be because of my allergies or because I was just nervous for what was to come, I could not get my breathing under control for the entire 5K. So that was really fun. Um, So we started the race, right? And it was a down and back race. So we ran like 1.55 miles down the beach and then turned around. The first 1.55 miles was not so bad. It was like, eh, I kind of hate running on the beach. I don't think I'm ever going to sign up for another beach race, but we are going to finish this. Well, when we turned around, I should mention uh, we were, you know, about to get a thunderstorm. So the wind was really heavy and the waves were kind of rough. Uh, Of course, like I was on the beach, so I wasn't like running in the waves, but of course the surf was coming up. Anyway, you get the point. Turned around, the headwind going back was so strong. It literally felt like you were running up against a wall. And that is not a fun feeling. So I can't get my heart rate under control. That's kind of my fault because I didn't take an allergy medication. It's kind of not my fault because, well, life. Uh, I hadn't ever trained on the beach. That's 100% my fault. I had, like I said, way too much confidence going into it. And then... Also, like the waves, I feel like we're coming up on the beach more, so my feet were getting wet, and that was making me real miserable. So the final 1.55 miles of this race, I was like, I just like walking on the beach. I think I'm just going to (laughs) walk. And for a lot of it, I did. Um, I mean, I alternated it a little bit and jogged, but it was the absolute worst personal performance in a race that I think I have ever had in my entire life. However, I did cross the finish line. Right. And after I did that, I was like, okay, I can't really breathe anymore. Like that was really hard. Something I really honestly was questioning if I was going to finish. And then I finished. So (laughs) thank God for that. But why am I telling you all of this? Because how many times have you set out to do something that was familiar, but different? And then all of a sudden, you know, the world, life, what have you, started throwing unexpected twists and turns at you that made it so much more difficult. Now, when that happens, you have really two options. One, you can quit, walk away, say, that was nice, but I'm good. Or you can persevere through it and, you know, take longer and maybe not feel as strong, but you can finish it out. Like you can see whatever vision it is out. And you have to have faith in yourself and make adjustments as necessary to complete whatever it is that you have your sight set on. And that can be super frustrating. And you can have so much self-doubt throughout this whole process. But you know what? When you have that mindset of, I set out to do this, I really wanted to do this, and now I'm here, and I may as well, you know, give it my all because why not? And let's see what happens you will have so much pride at the end of it. And 
Why? Because you've proven to yourself that even through difficult circumstances, you are capable of achieving anything. And that I think is really, really, really powerful. So sit with that and think about, you know, maybe something in your life that you want to start doing or you are doing and it seems hard and you're contemplating whether or not you want to continue going. Like maybe you don't, but maybe, you know, you just have to give yourself a little bit of a pep talk and be like, okay, it's okay if I need to make adjustments. It's okay if it takes me longer than it usually does. Like there's so many things that like are beyond your control, especially like not to make excuses, but we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Like, yeah, things are getting better, but you know, life is still throwing curveballs. And so you need to give yourself grace and you need to be okay with, you know, making a few changes along the way. But when you get to the end, you will be so, so proud and hopefully will, you know, continue to choose the hard path, even when it might be easier to just walk away. So anyway, that's one story I have for you and one life lesson. Now, here's kind of the more, I don't even want to say embarrassing because it's not embarrassing, but it was unfamiliar to me and maybe this has happened to you before. So on Saturday night, I started to get like really emotional and started to take a lot of things personally. And, you know, I was like, okay, just having a night. It is what it is. I'm going to move on from it. Tomorrow will be a better day. Mm, No, I woke up on Sunday inconsolable. Everything was making me cry. I had decided that everyone hated me, that I was a complete failure in life, and that I could not do anything right. And let me tell you, those are some really lonely, sad feelings to experience. And I've talked a lot about how I'm in therapy. I don't know if I've talked about this or not, but I have a really hard time dealing with emotions that are not happy. So I'm either happy angry usually. Like those are the emotions I go back and forth between, but usually happy. So my therapist has made it her personal mission to make me cry. And there's a reason for that. And it's not because she's a bad person or she's evil or anything like that. We're trying to explore emotions and how to deal with those in a healthy way. Well, it's too bad she wasn't here on Sunday because I could not stop crying. Literally nothing was making me feel better. And the more I sat with my thoughts, the more sad I got. And I can kind of look back on it now and realize how ridiculous I was in the moment. But in that moment, or in those moments, because it lasted pretty much all day, I don't think I could have been more sad if I tried. And if you have struggled with those feelings of loneliness and those feelings of like not feeling like you're good enough and feeling like you're a failure and, you know, all of those really negative thoughts, for one, I feel for you. And I see you and I'm so proud of you for making it through that day and coming out on the other side because it is a lot to handle, especially with if you're like me and don't know how to handle sad feelings. Um, But, you know, as I started to come out of it, I was like, okay, here we go. My, like, I'll I'll give you a few examples of like what I was sad about, because again, I, I, I feel like maybe it's easier to understand. So like 
Well, I guess there's only one really good example. So my dog is obsessed with me. I'm obsessed with her, and she is the cutest ever. Her name is Jules. She's a little miniature black golden doodle, and I love her. And my boyfriend was like, Jules, mom's sad. Go see her. And she would not come see me, mainly because my boyfriend was, you know, leaving to go run some errands and try to get some stuff done, and she likes to go for car rides. Well, she wouldn't come to me, and I was like, Jules doesn't even love me anymore. Like, Lindsay, get it together. Like, oh my gosh. That's that's a story you have now created in your head. Like, one, she's obsessed with you. Two, she's a dog and she loves rides. Like, yeah, she is obviously going to want to go for a ride over laying in the bed that you've been laying in for hours and hours and hours. Uh, anyway, she didn't go for a ride, which was, I'm sure, very sad for her and uh, ultimately was forced to cuddle with me, um, which, I mean, I guess made me feel better, but I was still a pretty sad person all day. Um, and then I decided I wanted crap pizza for dinner. I'm like, I just need comfort food. I either want like Domino's or Papa John's pizza or I want mashed potatoes and peas but I didn't want to make mashed potatoes, so I ended up with Domino's. And um, honestly, that pizza sounded way better in my head. No offense to Domino's. No offense if you like Domino's. It just, it it's not what I remember it being. <laughs> so anyway, again, why am I telling you all of this? Well, on Sunday night when I went to bed, I was like, I still, like, I don't feel like I want to be around people. Peopling is going to be real hard. And I woke up Monday and I went to the gym because I was like, I need to go to the gym. Like, that always makes me feel better. We're going to be okay. And I was still in a little bit of a funk. So I made the decision to take a mental health day. And let me tell you, that was the absolute best decision that I made for myself. Because I just needed a day to be home and alone and get some stuff done and not have to interact with people or you know, be happy or be chipper or be needed by anybody. I just needed to be alone and figure out myself for a day and recompose myself. And come the end of the day yesterday, I was so happy. Uh, But this is what I sent my, my boss. I said, I'm taking a mental health day. I'll be real honest with you. It's that time of the month. Yes. Yes. Women and, and men, if you're listening, uh, it's, it's about to be that time of the month. So surely, PMS definitely played a part in these sad emotions that I was feeling. But anyway, I said, it's that time of the month and I don't know if daylight savings is actually impacting me or if I'm just abnormally cranky, but I promise you no one wants to be around me today. I don't even want to be around me today. Can I trade my personality? (laughs) I'd probably be more pleasant if I had the flu. (laughs) And that was all 100% true. I didn't want to be around myself when I woke up that morning. Uh, I would have traded places with virtually anybody, and I just, I couldn't people. So sometimes I think it's important to recognize when you just need to take a day for yourself and, you know, be okay with that. And, you know, I felt so much better today. And we're out of that little funk, and I hope we're out of that little funk for a really long time because I don't like to be sad. I like to be happy. I like to be bubbly. And yeah, sometimes do I, I use happiness and bubbliness and all that stuff to mask negative emotions. Absolutely. 
I will be completely honest, like, I just don't like to be sad. So if I can avoid that feeling, I do. And um, I just, I couldn't avoid that feeling on Sunday. So if you're feeling like that, I don't think that this particular podcast could have come out at a better time. I listened to it today on my way to work. Um, But if you have Spotify, because it's the only place you can listen to Spotify or to this podcast, um, Call Her Daddy put out a Sunday episode with Mel Robbins, and I love Mel Robbins. Uh, It's called Where'd All My Friends Go? And it's part of a two-part series. Um, She released the first one on March 6th, um, and that one was called To Those Feeling Lost in Their 20s. Um, Also resonated a lot with me. But if you are looking for another podcast or you're, you know, feeling like you're not measuring up or you feel like you're falling behind and you need a reminder that, you know, life is just sometimes hard and you need to like learn more about it, I would highly recommend you check out those two podcast episodes because when I was listening to the Where'd All My Friends Go on Call Her Daddy this morning, um, I was feeling very, very heard. And so I would encourage you to check that out. Um, But anyway, the whole point of this episode is really to hopefully make you feel less alone and to help you be okay with being in your feelings and readjusting your life and your timelines and getting things done on your own terms and, you know, just really being in tune with what you need to do, whether it be making adjustments and taking longer to do something or, you know, taking a mental health day and recomposing your entire life in a day. Uh, It's all okay. It's all normal. We are human. We are doing the best we can. And, you know, sometimes life is just going to throw curveballs at us and we have to deal with them. And, you know, as long as we take care of ourselves, we'll come out on the other side. And I truly, truly believe that. So I'm going to leave you with what I always leave you with. And that is, girl, I love you. I believe in you. And you are so worthy of living a life that you are ridiculously happy with. So take care of yourself. Slow down listen to your body, listen to your emotional needs, and communicate those with whomever in your life needs to hear them. And understand that you need to be the priority in your life. And sometimes walking away and sometimes persevering, depending on the situation, is what you need to do. And just listen to yourself and trust your gut and trust your intuition. And I promise you there are better days ahead. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved what you heard, it would mean the world to me if you would share it on Instagram and tag me at lovelaughlins so we can connect. Until next time, keep loving, laughing, and letting it go.